What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the Behind the Glass Sports Podcast. Thanks for tuning in, stopping by. Happy Saturday. As we now know, for the most part, who's going to play who in the conference finals. Um, at least we know the West Side brass, uh, bracket. We have to wait till tomorrow, which I think is dumb, to find out who's going to come out of the East to play the Miami Heat. Um, but there is a slight chance that we could have a repeat of the bubble conference finals if Boston wins. Could be Boston, Miami, Lakers, Nuggets, uh, which would be kind of weird, but, uh, you know, whatever. Hey, so, the bubble mattered. It was real. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, I still think there's an asterisk there, but that's for a different day. Okay, where would you like to start? I guess we should just start with recapping the, um, the Phoenix series. Um, yeah. which the Nuggets won in six games over Phoenix. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't I don't know where to really start with it. Um, I'll take the L in thinking that they were going to lose, but I do think the series would have been different had Chris Paul not gone down. Um, now, I don't think he would have had some sort of tremendous impact, but I th- I do think there was something to the fact that when he was hurt, the Suns were in a rhythm. They were up, what, like four to eight points. Uh, But he had control. I mean, he was looking like Chris Paul from a couple years ago. He was in control. He was hitting that mid-range jumper. Then he hurts the groin, and then that changes things. Phoenix gets a boost when they go home, and then Aiton missed the last game. But to be quite honest and and to be very respectful, Aiton wasn't really... (laughs) a factor in this series anyways uh when he was on the court so regardless the better team won i thought uh phoenix the best way for phoenix to win this and and you saw it kind of play out in their strategy is they wanted to make this a two versus two series because if it was team versus team it wasn't going to work in their favor and it didn't work in their favor but if they could find a way to make denver play Jokic and murray yeah Jokic murray versus booker and durant then it wasn't going to work that well. And I think you saw that play out in Phoenix a little bit. The others didn't really get involved. MPJ was kind of non-existent um, in games three and four. And there was a lot of Jokic. Uh, there was Murray doing a whole lot that maybe he shouldn't have, over-dribbling, taking bad shots, um, bad decision-making. And and Phoenix came up with two, two wins, albeit close wins. Like Even though it took them nearly scoring 80-plus, 90 points each, to win both games by five to ten points, um, they still came away with it. But Denver comes out of that series, um, and of course, now it's the Lakers. But uh, we'll get to that here in a second. Uh, what were your thoughts on the series as a whole? Yeah, I'm, I'm not really surprised, honestly. Um, everything that I kind of thought would happen happened. Uh, well, I, I didn't think Booker would be, you know, uh, Michael Jordan for two games. Um, but that's why they won those two games. What was because Booker, I mean, he missed what nine shots out of like 60. Um, it was, it was absolutely ridiculous. I think up to that point, he was the best player in the playoffs and probably a top five player in the league. Um, but it took that for them to win. And that's why I told you, uh, when we were texting, I was like, I don't, I don't see Denver losing again because I just at home, I didn't think Denver was going to lose. And I didn't think Booker could do, could do that a third time. 
Like, that's just... To do that, let alone... Like, I mean, he did that twice. <laughs> you know, I didn't think he, he could do that two times, let alone three times. So, um, he was incredible. Uh, he's... I, I've seen a lot of people say that he's not... That he, he can't be the best player on... On oh, a championship that's, team, that's crazy talk. I I disagree with that. That's a lot of Suns fans, and I think part of it is because he hasn't showed up in the two elimination games now last that, year. And that, this year, that you can have a conversation on, yeah, because that's interesting. Yeah, and that that's an interesting thing. But I also think they they gave up. You know, I I think part of it is, and they gave up last year. I I think part of it is that they that team and that, that kind of that culture, and it could be on Monty, it, it could be on Da, it could be. Um, just kind of how the, the culture is with that team. Once they get kind of punched in the face and they, they're they down in an elimination game, they just quit. And that's not, on, that's not just on Booker, right? That, that's, on, that's on everyone, and that's on Monty, and that's, I mean, DA was, right, that's, yeah, that, that's over. Um, that can't happen. So I just... Uh, I don't know. They're they're kind of a mess. They they tried to put all that together really quickly, and and that was the reason why I kind of made the bets with you is because I didn't think in twenty games they could figure it out, and and obviously, you know, with only seven games or whatever, it just wasn't enough time. And not only that, but when you make it when you make trades like that, you're not you're not building the perfect team around those guys. You're kind of stuck with what you got. Yeah. So. Um, you know, when that happens, that's why you have guys like TJ Warren and Corey Craig and Nikogi, and they just don't fit with, with how you want to play. And that was kind of the reality of it. I thought, I did think it was a little weird that Tori didn't play more. Um, I think I still, I still would have gone Okogi Craig with, the. Uh, Da, book and KD, um, and they never tried that really. So that's one thing that I kind of wish, not wish, but one thing that I I think they should have done. Uh, I don't think it would have resulted in them winning the series, but I I just I don't go in with Ross and Payne and Warren and trying to just outgun Denver. That was never gonna work. Yeah, because you can't outgun a team that you can't stop. Yeah. Uh, so it's just it's a, it was a disaster. They need to get rid of they need to trade DA, which I think they'll find they'll get a decent deal for for DA because a team will give up for a seven footer who is a number one overall pick who just needs a, a change of scenery. They'll give up a decent amount for DA, um, yeah. and then try and figure out if anyone wants to take CP. But you might have to cut CP. Well, I was a couple things to address kind of like the, you know, their strategy of going for, we're going to just try and outscore Denver. Two of the favorite pods that I like to listen to, obviously locked on Nuggets with Mares and, and Matt Moore. And then um, the Dunker spot with Nikias Duncan and um, Steve Smith Jr. They, they all, they both kind of touched on, both pods kind of touched on this. I think Phoenix learned early on that, especially probably in game two is probably when they were like, okay, we mucked it up, we slowed it down, we tried to really defend them, and we still ended up losing. So I think at that point, it was kind of like, well, that's why I think they needed to get Denver to fall into the trap of 
we're just going to try and outscore Booker and KD because when that happened, that's when they got their two wins. Now, albeit, again, like it, it was historic performances from, well, from one guy and, and the other guy, even though he poured in points, it was, on, it was not on an efficient manner. And we can talk about that here in a little bit. But yeah. um, I think it was a lose-lose situation. Ultimately, when you look at it from a sky view type of perspective, it was it was how do you how do you want to pick your poison here to lose? Yeah. Do we try and outgun them with two of the best scorers, one of the best scorers ever, and Booker, who in his own right is arguably one of the best scorers, if not the best scorer in the league right now, how he's playing? Do we go that route, or do we try and stop them with guys who can't score? Um, and so I think it, from the jump it was it was lose lose, and you know for someone like me who was sky falling pessimistic view the whole time, the signs were there for this Phoenix team. I mean, we, we talked about it. Like, if the Clippers were healthy, they would have beat that team probably in five. Mm-hmm. So the signs were there. As you said, It they when they traded away Bridges and Cam Johnson, and I don't want to jump to it now and say that that was a mistake because anytime you can get a guy like Kevin Durant, I think you should try and go for it. But I wonder if we get removed five years down the road, if they're going to look back and be like, you know what? That was a mistake. We should have waited it out, kind of like Denver did, even though a lot of people were unhappy with the we're going to stay the course, continuity route, right? Like we going into this season or season before, why are you doing this? You need to make a move. Um, and I'm, I'm not going to say that I wasn't one of those who, who was unhappy with that continuity route. But I think in this instance, it paid off, and I wonder if Phoenix is going to be kicking themselves because Mikhail had a great end to the season. He looked good in Brooklyn. Well, he he was playing great in Phoenix, right. especially when Booker was out. I mean, a depoy guy. Now, obviously, I don't think he's a number one or number two option, but he has he holds significant value. And Cam Johnson, I think you know, I don't know if he'll be a star player in this league, but he might be a star role player. You know, a guy who can star in his role and just there will be a in the playoffs a Cam Johnson game. He's one of right. those guys that can right. win you a game just off of how he can get hot. Um, he plays great defense. So I think Phoenix just kind of had to pick their poison, and obviously it was how do we want to try and do this? And I think their their best option was maybe we could try and outscore them, and it just didn't happen. And that's because I think before the series, I said if you know last series was a Jamal series, he had to dominate. Jamal did his thing. This series was all on Nikola Jokic. He had to take it upon himself to be aggressive, and he did absolutely that. Thirty four points per game, thirteen assists. Uh, or excuse me, 13 rebounds, 10 assists. He was phenomenal. Shot 44% from three. Um, he was nearly 60% from the field, 85 from the free throw line. He dominated the series from start to finish. And Phoenix just had no answers for him. And it's crazy to think that Booker, who was insanely efficient there for, for quite some time, the best player in the entire series, was still Nikola Jokic. So I think um, as far as what... what Phoenix's future is. I do think they should trade DA. Um, I think it was Matt Moore that kicked around the idea of trading. If you're Dallas, maybe you call and see if they want Kyrie. But I just think that oof. if you want well, to push Booker out the door, trade for Kyrie. Well, no, that's that's what they wanted to do. Remember, so uh, when they were trying to get KD, one of the holdups was they were trying to get Kyrie in that deal too. See, I think that would be an awful decision. I, I legitimately think that would be awful. Yeah, I don't, I don't know how it would work, but I mean, going back to the to your point about not trading KD, I 
I'm not going to say they would beat Denver with that other team with Mikael McCam, but it's a lot tougher. It's a, it's a lot tougher for Denver, and probably I for don't sure think, seven. I think Mikael Bridges would have been better than Kevin Durant in this series. Absolutely. Like not just not just defensively. I'm talking about the whole thing. Just more impactful. KD was, KD was not good. yeah, and and that's something that's. I think this is a discussion for the summer and something for, for later on. But I, I'm telling you, I don't think Kevin Durant is a top five, top seven player. I really don't. He, he's, a, he's a top two scorer. Yeah. He, he's, he's a guy who can, who can get you a lot of points, be efficient, whatever. But he's, he's, not, a, he's, not, he's not what he was. Well, not, but not even that. Like, he's just, he's never. To me, he's never been a number one. He really has never been, and that that goes the number one talent, obviously. But when it comes to leadership, attitude, how being, the guy. being yeah, being the guy on the court, I, I just, I I've I've never really seen it. His talent is is amazing, but he's just he's never been that guy. Um, he wasn't even that guy in Golden State. Steph was. I get it. KD won Finals MVPs and, and and all that, but and he was the best player on that team. But Steph was the guy. It was Steph's team, oh. and and that's just the you know I, I just the farther you I get just, removed from him going to Golden State, you start to see that yeah, KD couldn't do it in OKC. Granted, they were very close. I mean, they were up three one, and then they lose right in OKC. They're up three one, I think, on Golden State, yeah. weren't they? Um, that team, that team should have been a legitimate dynasty. Yeah, absolutely. And and they couldn't get it done there. He goes to Golden State. Obviously, he gets it done there. But I mean, we all know what the deal was there. And mm-hmm. then he leaves. <laughs> oh, that decision looks more questionable. He leaves to go to Brooklyn, and come. They don't make the playoffs. What more than like twice? I mean, he, him, and Kyrie never hardly played. Yeah, lost in in round two, and they got swept. And then he leaves for Phoenix, and, you know, granted, that's kind of like the price you pay when you trade for one of these stars is is your depth, but the further and further you get removed, it's kind of like, well, I mean... And and it's not like like teams are, like, ditching KD and giving up on KD. KD made these moves. Yes. And uh, for all you want to talk about, you know, LeBron and the things that he has done, he's won. Wherever he's yeah. gone, uh, and, Shannon and Sharp brought that's that the up. Difference. There's there's only one guy in the league that has been dropped into multiple spots and he's delivered a title. Yep. LeBron left for Miami. He got two titles there. He left for Cleveland. Brought them a title. Came to LA. Got them a title. Every other. I don't think we've seen. We haven't seen another star really no. do it that much. And if if LeBron gets a fifth title. Granted, I know what the record is. You know, it's not pretty, but I think there's legitimate again conversation of okay, are we sure he's completely not the greatest of all time? Uh, well, think, you know my answer. I do think it's a legitimate conversation because I mean, now granted, it's not like he went to like meddling teams here, so that that deserves context as well. I mean, he did play with all stars every stop along the way. Mm-hmm. Now, granted, that first stint in Cleveland, it wasn't the best. But each title he won, it's not like it was LeBron and the LeBronettes. I mean, he had Hall of Famers with him. 
So, I don't know. Back to Kevin Durant. I mean, yes, he struggled. But you had to make him struggle. And if there is an unsung hero of the past two series, um, it's it's AG. What am I looking at right now? I was like, what just uh, happened? Did I lose you? As, as we get into the Lakers series, I am in enemy territory right now. Oh, you're in California. I I'm I'm in LA right now. Okay, well, <laughs> hopefully you're not wearing a Nuggets shirt because you're just gonna get blistered with Lakers uh, and six the entire time. No, we <laughs> we were we were in uh we were in uh, Universal last night, and uh, we decided to go to dinner at some grill and bar thing, and the Lakers game was on, and uh, yeah, that was painful to watch. That was yeah. Yeah, but you know, seeing seeing Lakers fans on 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 the internet on Twitter, and you know, you can just ignore them. And oh, they're so obnoxious here. It's oh, absolutely yes. It's it's it was it was not a fun time at dinner last night. That's no, sure. and well, it's, it's it's not going to be a fun series, by the way. No, no, it's not. So, um, but I do want to sing Ag's praises because Nikola Jokic called him the soul of the team, and. The Nuggets are definitely not here without Aaron Gordon. Mm-hmm. You want to talk about a trade that has paid off? I, I can argue that's arguably the greatest trade, one of them, that the Nuggets have ever made. Because this guy... I think it, I think it is the greatest trade in, in that the Nuggets have ever made. I mean, it, it it's hard to find another one because this this guy's impact is insane. He's been a perfect fit from day one. He's excelled in his role. He's never demanded anything more than than what they've asked him to do. And he's gone out through the past two years knowing that he had to play a bigger role than what he was capable of or should have. And he did what he could. And then he comes in and his first his first assignment is you're going to have to guard a bigger Carl Anthony Towns, more physical guy, and try and withstand it. He did that. Oh, your next round reward is Kevin Durant. He did that. KD was like something 38% from the field when guarded by Aaron Gordon. <laughs> and and that's that's one of the greatest scorers, in my mind, the greatest scorer ever, I mean, mm-hmm. with, with his physical tools. And he held him to 38%. And it's not like he just spent mainly all time on, on Kevin Dre. He had to also guard Book, too. And now it's, okay, you move to the Western Conference Finals. And the scouting report says now you get LeBron James. And he's probably going to see some time on Anthony Davis as well. Yeah. And it doesn't get easier from here. And, and say the Nuggets do get past the Lakers. Okay, well, now it's, if it's Boston, it's um, Jason Tatum, maybe Jalen Brown. If it's Philly, doubt you'll guard Embiid. But, um, you know, if it's Miami, Jimmy Butler unless that's a KCP assignment, but I think it'd probably be Aaron Gordon because he's a little bit more physical and bigger. <laughs> the point is, it's not easy. It hasn't been easy, and he's done nothing but excel. And I'm just thankful for Aaron Gordon. And man, I just really... I really hope this team can get rewarded with a finals berth, if, if not a finals win. Because this team is just... It's too good to not get there. But of course... Of course. <laughs> but isn't this it's how you would want it? 
If, if we win, it... yeah, absolutely. If we lose, no, absolutely <laughs> not. I'm so sick and tired of the LA Lakers. Absolutely hate them with all of my being. Like, I, my childhood was ruined by Kobe Bryant. I came to love Kobe Bryant, but I, anytime I had something nice, it was, it was the Lakers. And if it wasn't the Lakers, it was the Spurs. And if it wasn't the Spurs, it was the Jazz. Every time. And now, it's LeBron and the Lakers, yet again, standing in the way. I don't know how you feel about this series. I've told you how I feel about this series, and nothing has really changed. Um, I just... I think the Lakers pose a problem that Minnesota and definitely Phoenix could not pose. They have the size... They have the defenders, and they have the bodies to be able to score on the other end. So, I think it makes it extremely tough on Denver. Um, I'm curious to see what their starting lineup is going to be. Um, I think Matt Moore has already kind of gone into breaking this down a little bit, and he thinks Reeves is going to cook in the non-Jokic minutes. I'm terrified for the bench minutes, because I think LA's bench is pretty solid. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I don't know, man. Like I, I don't. I don't think it'll be a sweep by any means, but I think Lakers in six. I'd be shocked if it was anything less than six. Are you serious? You're picking the. You're 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 doing this again. You're you're yes. picking the Lakers. Yes. Okay. Tell tell me why. Tell me why I should not pick the Lakers. Their offense. Flat out, they 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 got past the last two rounds just fine without needing exceptional. No, hold on, hold on. We're talking about a a a Memphis team who was no better than than the Brooklyn Nets, okay? And we're we're talking about a Golden State team who was a complete disaster. They were, yeah, they're the Warriors. They won it last year. They've been a disaster all season long, and I. They finally died by the three. They can't do it anymore. Clay, Clay's old. He's done. Steph, Steph, Steph is still really good, but he's not. He's not all time Steph. Uh, I mean, Draymond is a complete liability offensively. Kevin Looney is a complete liability offensively. Wiggins, I mean, he just got back, and obviously he wasn't right. I, Jordan Poole is might be the worst role player in NBA history. That team was horrible. They were at, the, the Nuggets would have beat the Golden State in four. I, I don't think, I don't I I. Because it's the Warriors and because it's Memphis and because it's the Lakers, I think those series were a little overrated. Uh, those those teams and and then that the the path to the conference finals for the Lakers, I think, were really easy. And they made it really hard on themselves. Okay. I I don't I don't think I, I just I don't think they're as good as people think they are. I really don't. Now they got LeBron and AD, but LeBron is. I'm curious to see how LeBron. Th- this is where it could change, because LeBron hasn't been great. LeBron, right? It could be that foot, because he hurt his... Was it his foot? Yeah. Or was it his ankle? His no, foot. I think it was his foot. So, he he's probably going to need surgery on his foot in the offseason. 
So is was he? Because he didn't play. He didn't play well by any means in, in rounds one and two. At least not not to the level where they're going to need him to be if they want to win. So I'm curious to see was that LeBron taking it easy, or was that LeBron basically not able to to do anything that he's done in the past because of the foot, right? I think uh, he had to pick and choose his spots in in, in every like series it, so in far. his mind, right? If you. Well, right, but is that because of the foot, or is that because he's waiting to turn it on now? So I, I in, think it's in probably past, both. In in past years, it's more of as he's gotten older, it's more of okay, I'm gonna take off during the regular season, and then it's it's playoff mode, right? And then we've we've heard playoff LeBron, blah blah blah. Um, but now is it okay? I'm gonna take the regular season off, and I'm also, if I can, I'm gonna take rounds one and two, kind of slow. And now I'm going to turn it on for the conference final. Like how many games, right? Like before it was maybe 20, 25 games for a playoff run. Is it 10? Is it five? Is it, you know, like, is, is it two rounds worth? Is it one round worth? Or is this, is this who he is? Because if, if this is who he is now, they're not winning. They're not. Uh, Anthony Davis is too inconsistent. I mean, he... He barely shows up every every game, and he's gonna have to guard Jokic. And people forget it wasn't Anthony Davis who guarded Nikola Jokic in the bubble. It was Dwight Howard, yeah. and Dwight Howard gave Jokic a lot of problems. And not only that, Anthony Davis was able to kind of just be that free safety role. So, what do they do in this round? If if they put AD on Jokic initially. It could give Jokic problems initially, but Anthony Davis is, I just, he's a great roamer and he gets a lot of those, those kind of weak side blocks, but one-on-one, I don't know if, if that's gonna, if that's gonna work as well as they think. I just, yes, the Lakers, this is the, the, this is the best team and best defense that Denver has faced. But Nikola Jokic just went through a series where he had to play two seven-footers. And he destroyed them. So, AD is great. But Nikola Jokic is better. And and this is the first time where the Nuggets have home court against them. And this is the first time they have the best player on the court. I will say, if there's one silver lining that I'm looking at in this, um, it's, it's that AD is going to have to... Jokic is going to make him work, and he's going to have to make him work. Um, yeah. Now, AD hasn't had anyone that's really made him work in the last two series. Um, with all due respect to you know Jaron Jackson, right, right? I mean he's not he's not making him necessarily work in the post. Um, and then last series, I mean it was non-existent. I mean AD just had to pretty much play in some some drop and protect the rim and and go from there. Um, now on, on this side of things, he is going to have to, if he does guard Jokic, which I think he will, that is, I think that does have to hold some weight here. Um, now can Jokic dominate him? I I don't know. That's what I'm trying to figure out what the numbers were, um, for this year, because I know the Uh, game. You're you're probably going to have a, yeah, you're probably going to have a hard time because I don't know if AD even played. 
Um, well, he did. I did go to a Lakers game earlier this regular season. I think that was back in. I don't know if it was the first regular. Was it the one in October? I can't remember when it was. Um, yeah, it. Was, I guess it was the one in. Was it the one? I can't remember. But Jokic had a great game in that one. <clears throat> so it's not impossible. And I think Jokic is a, in you know a vastly different player than he was two years ago in the bubble, right? Yeah, I think well, um, yes. three years, I guess. Yeah. He's exceptionally better now. So I think there's one silver lining there is, yes, he's, he's going to have to make him work. Um, now, to your point about like the Lakers offense, in this series, they're the two best teams with a uh, playoff point differential. It's the number one offense or number two offense and the number five defense versus the number 11 offense and the number one defense. So, mm-hmm. I mean, the Lakers aren't terrible, you know, they're. I mean, that's that's eleven out of sixteen. Yeah, but I mean, it's yeah, I mean, it's it's bottom <laughs> tier, but great. it's it's not <laughs> terrible. It's not great. It's it's still LeBron and AD, and I'm looking at LeBron's right. series numbers. Um, in the first round, it was 22 points, 11 rebounds, five assists, 48 percent from the field, 19 percent from three. Then he jumps up to 24, almost 25 points a game, eight rebounds, five assists. 49% so from the field, the, 33 from That's three. the interesting part, right? Now, he just shot better from three. That could be the, the answer. Yeah. But I'm I'm that's that's gonna be I think that's the question of the series. I really do. I don't if if LeBron doesn't turn into thirty eight and eight, LeBron, I I don't think they're winning. He's gonna have to be LeBron from two, three years ago. And with that Again, I don't know if it's the foot. I don't know if it's just he's he's saving energy. Um, I, I, I do think it's both. I think I think he's picked and choosed, picking picked and chosen his spots, um, because of the foot, because of the energy level. Um, but now it's and and to be fair too, like we can't just do this for the like oh the Nuggets haven't seen a Lakers like, team like this. Uh, well, I don't think the the Lakers have seen a team like this yet either. Right, right. Well, Denver's offense is much better than Memphis, and it's much better than Golden State, and, I, and their defense too. I mean, it's it is now. It's not. Yeah, yeah. It's not top five worthy, but in the playoffs, they have locked in, and I think it does mean something. You know, despite you know Phoenix not having great role players, but it does mean something to hold a Kevin Durant to what he did, to do right. to Booker what you did to him, and make made it tough. You didn't obviously stop him by any means, but you made it right. tough. Every shot he took, it was tough. Um, right now, it's now it's going to be will the role players be able to step up for LA in this series? You know, is D'Angelo Russell? I mean, he played really great in the last series. Is he going to be able to carry that over? You know, I think see that's that's the interesting. That's a tough. That's a, this is a tough spot for D'Lo because now you're having a you know he's not getting Steph Curry on him, right? He's not getting Jordan Poole on him. He's getting Bruce Brown on him. He's getting KCP on him. He's getting Christian Watson on, or Christian Watson, Christian Brown on him. Um, so he's getting much better defenders on him. I. This is gonna have to be a series where the stars are gonna have to win the, this series. Like at this point, rounds one and two, you want to rely on your role players to to win you the series. But this this one flat out, it's it's down to Jokic and Jamal versus LeBron and AD. I really do. I, the role players will do their thing, 
And there will prob- probably be a game where a role player wins you a game. But at this point, I, one thing I've learned when watching the Nuggets and, and having them have deep teams and good role players, once you get to this spot, it doesn't matter. It's about the star. Yeah. And if, if you have the best player on the team on the on the floor, you're gonna win. Just flat out. It happens every year. That's just how it is. If you have the best player on the floor, you're gonna win. So Jokic has to be the best player. Flat out. If he's not, they're gonna lose. Yeah. I will but say here's the other here's the other thing, real quick. Because and and I gotta go soon, but uh real real quick, with with the um with the altitude, right? I now and Denver has a huge advantage because it's not like LA's young. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they're they're old. So the altitude is gonna be a factor. And AD hasn't had to be really physical in these past two series. He's gonna have to be physical. Can he last? Yeah. That's another question. Because we talked about it with Phoenix, right? With all their injury issues. Will they even make it? And what do you know? Two games in, Chris Paul is toast. Yeah. Right? So can AD and LeBron, this is going to be a much more physical series for them. Can they last? We'll I see. mean, they're, they're a team that plays very physical. They, they shoot the most free throws in the NBA. So, and that's, that's well, going to be, be a whole other thing. It's, it's versus the Lakers and the refs, not, not, not just yeah, the Lakers. That's, that's going to be a whole other annoyance in itself. So just prepare yourselves for that. Um, but two things I'll say quickly. I think, if Denver, even though I, I'm picking the Lakers right now to win this series, and I'm assuming you're picking the Nuggets, uh, do you have a solid prediction on that? Yeah, uh, I'm I'm going Denver in five. Okay. Wow. I, I I texted you two days ago. Okay. I mean, I, I I think I think Denver loses. What did I say? I think they lose two more times. Is that what I said? I don't know. Okay. Uh, Denver Denver in five. I, I think they take care of business one and two. They steal one on the road, and they ended in five. I will say, I think if Denver goes up 2-0 again, if you can take care of home court, I don't think the Lakers can win this series. I think they have to steal yeah. one within these first two games. Um, yeah. And if they do, then then you're in dangerous territory. Um, right. And then I'll also say, you got to, to your altitude point, you got to make this team run. you got to make them move. <laughs> they said it on the broadcast yeah. last night. Um, the Lakers, I think one of their weaknesses is transition defense. You got to get out and make this team move. Test LeBron's foot. Test their activity level. Test their endurance. Um, because if you let them set in the half court, I mean, it's it's going to be tough to score. But if you can get out and move, you can get out and run, and let Jokic free flow. I think it'll be um, I think it'll be good. All right. Well, we'll see how it goes. Um, game one on Tuesday here in Denver. <sighs> prepare yourselves so it's uh we're in for another wild ride but you're only yeah. eight wins a win uh, eight wins away rather so we'll see how it goes uh any prediction for boston philly tomorrow well uh, i think boston takes care of business tonight oh. i am be choked man oh. and be choked yeah and the conversations and, if they and lose. all of a sudden you start well not only that but in the press conference at the end of game six he was like well i didn't get the ball yeah Go to the damn ball. You're Joel Embiid, dude. Like, come on, man. You can't, you can't all of a sudden, and he does this every year. All of a sudden, he starts blaming everyone else. Yeah. 
Well, the, you can't do that. You can't do that. that this crap this time. You, and you, you also have the history with Doc Rivers, who has not been great in these situations. Yeah. So. But look, hey, if if MB shows up tonight and he wins it for him, kudos to him. We'll see. But I got Boston. I, and by the way, Tatum's got to show up. Jesus, man. This yeah, is ridiculous. If, if, listen, we've... The uh, when we go over our top ten players in the league list over the summer, I think it's going to look vastly different. So, oh yeah, that's oh, that's yeah. all I'm, I'm saying. I'm curious. I'm curious to see what our top ten was last year at this time because I don't know yeah, if it's, we it's very wrote different it down. I mean, obviously we talked about probably it a lot, so I could probably try and go back and listen to it. But yeah, I think this year there's, there's some guys that were on it last year that um, are either at the very bottom of the list or maybe they're not, not even on the list at all. All right. Well. That's going to do it for us today. We thank you guys for tuning in for Brandon Stoll on the other side in enemy territory. I'm Stephen Priest Jr. It's been the Behind the Glass Sports Podcast. <laughs>